0: And now from Cigar Dojo Studio, Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs.
1: And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. This is our co host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B. And Randy, very frigid, Lot B minus out here in uh, chilly and wet uh, California. We are kicking off season three, Randy. I'm excited. What Ooh. are you thinking about right now?
2: Um, I am <laughs> thinking about season three, and what I'm going to say when you ask me how I'm doing. So I'd prefer it if you didn't change up the openings because well, I like... I said something. You said oh, and I was so it got my attention. I said whoa. Well, you said you were excited. You you never, up, like I, I love that I'm you never were excited. excited before. Yeah, you're never excited. I get Literally. excited about nothing ever.
1: <laughs>
2: it's,
1: it's, uh, cur- curmudgeon, that, uh, curmudgeonly is I've become. Uh, and I That's- speak like Yoda now, apparently. Uh, Randy, how are you feeling <laughs> today? You're in a t-shirt, and I'm bundled up.
2: It is yeah. chilly. Yeah. By the way, for anyone watching, we only live like 12 miles apart. Why? I'm in a t-shirt, and comfortable as to be. <laughs> and, and, and this guy need, needs to be in snow gear. I don't understand it. Uh, I am doing fantastic. I'm feeling great. The temperature is fabulous. Um, I'm super excited. I'm actually a little bit nervous. Oddly enough, it is our third time starting a season, and um, you know, I'm I'm a little bit nervous about about the the lead in. I'll tell you when um, you know Eric and Jordan had me on um, Smoke Night Live to do the official announcement. It was a very wordy explanation of how we were going to. No, do this. you got wordy in the work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kept going and going and going until we all yeah, fell sleep? That's never yeah. happened before. How <laughs> out of but, character
2: for you? Yeah, yeah. But uh, but but all, all that being said, I'm super pumped. I I, I think this will be a fun uh, twist on what we do here. I think it'll inspire some uh, some fun, interesting conversations, and and uh, and definitely a lot of study work for me. But uh, but yeah, yeah. Can't can't wait to get going. Yeah. This is uh.
1: We're we're. <clears throat> Obviously, kicking off season three, we've got a really good cigar. We've got a very interesting cocktail. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, we we have uh, kind of an unofficial bet going. So if you are watching live, I mm. need you to chime in with uh, everybody who's doing this pairing. Uh, Randy clearly isn't, but anybody who's who uh, partaking in this pairing, I need you to tell us. And Jordan, I need you to be honest with the number of answers that you get. Uh, oh, just I'm given selecting the, uh, these bad boys. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Pick one and ignore three. Uh, no, I actually took the under, so you're going to uh, duplicate them. But, um, yeah, we went a little bit outside the box with this cocktail. We'll get into that in a second. Um, as I've already alluded to, Jordan is back at uh, the home base, Dojo Dugout, uh, flying solo tonight, as mm-hmm. far as I can tell. Again! Again? What's what's going Stinkin on? Stinkin'
0: Sensei per- just books, books it to Florida every couple of weeks and stays there oh. for... Too long. I'm just running the ship all by myself. I forgot to put a Flavor Odyssey event on Dojoverse. Apparently, Uh, Tanner mentioned in the comments, so nobody can check into the event. Uh, You know, just I'm just uh, by myself.
2: I I think that's called point shaving. (laughs) I'm (laughs) not sure. Uh, yeah, you know what? Actually, now that you mentioned it, if we're if we get to just pick on uh, how bad you dropped the ball, uh, rolling solo today. Um, I also got a text that uh, according to Facebook, this was supposed to start airing at five p.m. Pacific.
0: Now that's on I didn't have, I didn't add that event. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, well, it's like
0: it's our first
2: show. Yeah. I actually I actually like that it was Eric that did it, because that means he's like drinking cocktails on the beach. He's like, I don't know. It's like uh, at four, five, six. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> well, you know, time <laughs> is you
0: know, thrown yeah, off. Exactly. Who knows That's what I time it is out there? <laughs> <all
2: about it. laughs> uh, yeah, I, I actually didn't realize that uh, week after week we'd be doing shows and he still wouldn't be here. Uh, it's a, must be nice. He said he was doing a quick business trip and do handle some meetings in Florida. And, you know, day after day. I, see well, I think cor- Coronas and cocktails and lots of white sand. I don't. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think he was here last week, though, wasn't he? For the Flavor Odyssey, just feels no, like it because he we wasn't here for having
1: it. Well, we did a, a repeat. Oh, we didn't have that. an episode. Yeah. yeah. Right. We did the the we did Smoke Night Live <laughs> on Friday. That's what you're thinking
0: of, which was so much fun, just making fun of you guys in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure we, you couldn't, I, I have nothing you could I do about it. It's just, sure it's they, already been recorded. Nothing you can do.
1: I'm sure they were, I'm sure they were fantastic. I'll have to go back and look. Um, so, Randy, do you want to give the audience a bit of a primer on what we're doing with season three?
2: Absolutely. Uh, so, those that have followed along with season two, you know, we we. We found, we found a, a groove we really liked, we thought it was well-received by the audience of uh, kind of ch- sticking with a single subject for four episodes, uh, really getting into the nitty-gritty, getting a couple different variants of pairings. Again, you know, we, uh, I think Rob said it perfectly that this is kind of a, it's not a cigar show, it's not a drinking show, but it's a pairing show, probably for cigar smokers. Um, and so, uh, so doing these pairings in sets of four, so we... You can have some variation and really talk through uh, what what the experience is. And but instead of doing a tobacco focus, it to to incorporate a, a little bit, we want to cast a wider net. I like to say. And so uh, have some of the beverages lead the pairing in some instances, not exclusively, uh, but allow for that at least. So we are going to be doing six different flavor components. Uh, we are starting the season with four uh episodes of earthy components and so again uh t- to that point uh sometimes it's going to be the cigar that is the earthy contributor to the pairing sometimes it's going to be the beverage uh and then we'll walk through as you'll see um sometimes they'll both be earthy sometimes we'll and, and we'll get that complementary uh character going on uh sometimes we'll go completely the other way and get a contrasting character i think with earthy i think uh we'll probably be thinking uh uh uh, uh, uh sour acidic uh, you know something bright kind of go to the other end of the spectrum and see how uh those flavors uh interact on the palate and and uh, and, and go from there what do you think rob uh, that, that I, a I was pretty good I,
1: synopsis yeah i think that that covers it and it wasn't it wasn't too wordy You give me just enough time to uh to shake all the dust off the bottom of my drink and get it mixed up again. I uh, just had mine delivered to me. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think that <laughs> I, ah, it's,
0: it's so green! green.
1: It's, it's, uh, nice. it's amazingly green. Uh, and, oh, and the Undercrown, the Undercr- oh, that's the okay. Undercrown logo, right?
2: That is the, the Undercrown, Undercrown logo. Very nice. My favorite
1: logos. So, yeah, as Randy said, we're, we're going uh, on, by these flavor components. We're starting with Earthy. Uh, and we we went a little bit outside the box with this first one. Um, I think the, the earthy component here is the beverage. Um, mm. I think I don't think the cigar is overly earthy. Uh, this is uh, actually the first time I've smoked it, but i i, I put oh. a good I put a good little uh, about a half inch in before I started uh, drinking the the beverage. So I wanted to get just a, li- a little bit of an idea of the cigar, and sure. it's not overly overly earthy. Uh, mm. We're smoking the the Hoya de uh, Nicaragua. Antonio, Connecticut, and we are Randy pairing it with a matcha highball, yes, which is a green <laughs> matches my hat actually. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does, but not really intentional. Uh, and if, for those of you uh, tuning in on um, on podcast, you do not get the benefit of seeing. This is this thing looks like straight up swamp water. Like it is, <laughs> it is, it is like it is green, mm-hmm. and it's it looks. What did you say? It looked like um, the uh, like a jamba juice or whatever. If you get a, like a from a na- naked yeah. juice yeah, exactly. or something. Yeah, it looks just like that. Very very green. It's it's it looks thick. There's chunks floating around in it. I think there's something swimming in mine. It is. <laughs> oh, Bill uh, Powers it, doing it, both, it, guys. Nice. nice. I, I think we're up to, health. I think that's three. Terry's still out on the drink. Yeah, indeed. It's, it, we, yeah, we definitely wanted to uh, make a bit of a splash with this, uh, with this first pairing. Uh, did Frankie ask that question, what is the drink just now? Cause I've literally just, no, I think I'm a, little, I'm a little, I'm a little, you're probably a little, <laughs> but he nice. had three question marks. he so he's like, what is that drink? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll get into the, what the breakdown of the drink is here shortly. Uh, um, what do you think, Randy? Do you want to go into? I know you had some stuff you wanted to talk about.
2: Yeah. No, I thought sensory. you know we, we've, we've 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 tu- we've touched on uh, sensory before, but I thought you know it's a new season. Let's get it started off right. Let's get everybody on the same page. We're using the same vernacular, the same lingo, uh, and and we're looking for the same thing because that's that's what we're here for. You know, we're we're looking for an opportunity to to reach out with the community, have people come on here. Uh, experience some fun pairings, uh, get outside of their comfort zone. I I, I think it's pretty safe to say at this point, Uh, matcha highball isn't exactly on everybody's like regular rotation of things that you might drink while smoking a cigar. And so, uh, so introducing you to something new, but, but also being, you know, I like the whole educational side of it. You know, anybody that has has heard me talk or or follows me at all, you know, I mean, I've spent my life in uh, the beer industry, passionate have a lot of hobbies uh around other flavor driven things like barbecue and roasting my own coffee and uh making cheese i love flavor and so like for me having helping people to find aha moments when 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 you're tasting something and uh especially pairing something because it can really draw you to a new experience um i think through the course of this show working with you rob uh you know we we kind of developed uh uh, a base of what we're looking for in a pairing, as as you know, something greater than the sum of its parts, uh, and, and and I mean that for everything. It, it, it is, you know, sometimes we love the cigar and we love the beverage, and they just don't go well together. Um, and we're, we're we're looking for something that that amplifies each other when when experiencing them. So um, I think it's important to say because we're going to be really focused on uh, specific flavor components. It goes. Almost without saying that, all the things that we're going to be imbibing in, both cigars and beverages, are are a uh, uh, mixture of lots of different flavor components, right? You know, you're you're going <laughs> to have. Going to have a comment like that could destroy <laughs> you up. No, right. exactly. I'll,
1: I'll jump in and I'll buy you. Uh, I'll buy you a minute because that was uh, that was a Thanks. pretty funny comment, shared Thanks, by one of, our, uh, one of our uh, loyal listeners. <laughs> uh, in reference to the to the beverage that we're drinking it's yeah. it, it is i can already tell you guys it's it's a polarizing experience um uh it's it's a bit jarring at first but it's growing on me okay and like a fungus uh ready to go <laughs>
2: So, um, so it's one of those things I, I talk about uh, with people as we both do reviews, you know, great review. I read your mill uh, came out today by the, by the way, Rob, uh, as, as we do reviews, you know, we push through uh, really challenge ourselves to find a vocabulary to uh, kind of transport the, the reader to an experience to give them an, a, a sense or idea of, is this a cigar I would enjoy smoking uh, based on the reviewer's description. Uh, and some, some cigar smokers don't like to think about any flavors or any memories. And they just like to think, you know what, it tastes like tobacco to me and that's all I need from it. And I don't have any higher expectations. I, and, and I applaud you for, for enjoying life as, as it's served up without challenging it. Um, for other people, myself included, I actually enjoy things more when I when I like come across a, a word or an idea of a, of a aroma or a taste where I'm like, oh, you know what that is, and you know what that reminds me of. It actually heightens the experience for me. Um, this is why I do this, right? So uh, I wanted to kind of introduce um, just the basic uh, concepts of of sensory uh, perception and uh, pairing in general. So uh, we've talked about it several times, Rob and I, uh, you can only taste five things in this world. That's, that's uh, sweet, sour, umami, bitter, and salty. Those are the only five things that are perceived on the tongue. I think in our lifetimes, fatty might be introduced to that. There's a lot of studies going on that fattiness might actually be a taste. Um, but everything else from watermelon to blueberries to uh, must. Or grass; those are all aromas, and we're we're, we're perceiving those things in our olfactory. And uh, you, you think you're tasting it sometimes because you smell it from inside your own mouth, right? So that smell goes up. We 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 use the term retrohale, and so there, there's you know inhaling and retrohaling, and so it's you know whether the aromas are coming from outside through your nose or from inside of your mouth out through your nose. Um, so that being said, I personally use a flavor wheel when going through and doing my reviews and uh, and, and and whatnot. So I, I wanted to touch base on this. Okay, thank, thank you for that, Jordan. Uh, a lot of people don't even know how to use these things. You start at the inside, and you get these like larger uh, groupings of flavors. And with each ring going out, you get into a more detailed description. And so I, I thought I'd just run through real quick, if you don't mind, Rob. Um, I don't. But, Thank you. Thank you. What earthy is. And so on on this flavor wheel that I'm looking at today, uh, you've got uh, spices, animal, plant, and other. Within plant, you have earth. Within earth, you have forest, and you have home. Within forest, you have dirt, moss, damp earth, hummus, mushroom. Within home, you have old cellar, must, attic, dust. So those are all descriptors that are really commonly used to describe an earthy characteristic. Another one I would say that I know I've used in cigar uh, reviews is minerally. um, You you know, uh, a lot of times, you know, when you're a kid and you ended up with dirt in your mouth, whether intentionally or unintentionally, you know, you get that distinct characteristic of, of what minerals in soil taste like. And, um, and, you know, certain cigars, one of the ones that we picked for uh, this segment, uh, the Plasencia um, Alma de F- del Fuego that, uh, you know, uh, showcases a lot of Ometepe tobacco. Ometepe is known for having this super, super mineral rich soil that those mineral, uh, you know, kind of flavor components get absorbed up into, into the plant and you actually taste them when you smoke the tobacco. Um, so that's the basic concept of of the the flavor components and i just wanted to make sure again that that we're we're on the same track we're all talking about the same thing there's going to be you know wood and spice and earth in a lot of cigars you smoke what we're going to try and focus on and some of it's subjective as we always say you taste and flavor is subjective but we're going to try and choose things that are that are fairly indisputably um the earth will be a prominent characteristic again part you know you're you're gonna say well i'm i'm actually getting you know spiciness here um you know when we're gonna do spicy is one of our segments Rob and, and, and ideally you know you're you're gonna find that uh, comparatively to the earthy ver- uh cigars that we choose or earthy beverages that we choose um that earth is more predominant and spice is secondary and during the spicy segment spice is more predominant and maybe earth is secondary um so that's 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 my little uh uh, soapbox moment. I appreciate you giving me the time, Rob. Uh. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I
1: like it when you go uh, off on on tangents. That wasn't really a tangent. I like it when you go off on a tangent. I'm I'm the king. I'm the tangent king. That's uh, true. So you uh, you're you're just a, a jester in that court. There's you, you don't even come close. Uh, but that's I don't know if that's something I should be proud of. <laughs> See, this is this is one right here. This is a perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matter of fact, it, I
2: go off on tangent tangents. On tangents on tangents. <laughs>
1: Uh, but no, Tangentception. I, 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 I it, wow, that made my brain hurt. Um, the, uh, the, I think the most important thing you touched on there, Randy, is that, you know, these, these components are going to be found in a lot of different things. Like uh, every cigar, just about every cigar that we smoke have or have smoked on this show has an earthy component of some kind. Um, but what we're looking for is, uh, something that, uh, really, uh, embodies <clears throat> the earthiness and it, it, it is, that's the main driving uh, factor, the driving flavor there. And with that being said, uh, that means tonight's earthy component is definitely this cocktail. It is, um, <clears throat> there is definitely a mineral kind of factor uh, in there for me. Uh, let me just give you guys what the actual cocktail is. Uh, it is called the uh, Matcha Highball. <clears throat> and we used a recipe from, uh, this is just from foodandwine.com a pretty reputable website it's two and a half or it's two ounces of japanese whiskey Uh, they say preferably Hibiki. if i used Hibiki in this cocktail i'd be really upset Um, we went with uh i think randy we're both using the same which is the uh uh, centauri whiskey uh toki uh, which is um from uh centauri is the factory toki is the uh factory is the distillery um uh toki is the uh is the name of the of the specific brand and it actually i pulled this up here uh toki means time in japanese uh which uh, i thought was pretty cool um and they give you some flavor components of this it's a the color is clear gold the the nose basil green apple and honey uh palettes can have some so they're saying the nose palette it's just like you were talking about randy like certain things that you get the aroma of palette is more of a flavor component Um, uh, grapefruit uh, green grapes peppermint and thyme Uh, the finish is subtly sweet with uh, subtly sweet and spicy finish with a hint of vanilla oak white pepper and ginger so this really on itself uh, is a a little bit on the earthy side as far as whiskey goes Uh, Japanese whiskey (coughs) is uh, very very similar uh, and the process is very very similar to that of uh, of scotch um, the (coughs) single malt process and the, the other ways that then blended whiskeys and things of that nature. Very, very similar, uh, very, very similar flavor profile. Um, most Japanese whiskeys aren't going to be peated, uh, but really most scotches aren't peated either. Everybody just thinks they taste smoky because they think scotch is smoky. Um, but I, I love, uh, I personally love Japanese whiskey. And this Toki is 25 bucks a bottle uh, for the price. It is, uh, it's very drinkable. Um, it's not going to blow you away, but it's, it's a very good intro uh, level to uh, Japanese whiskey or scotch, if uh, if that's something that you're interested in. And you can find it damn near everywhere. I think they have it at the, my local uh, uh, supermarket, just Safeway. So they have it just about everywhere. <clears throat> okay, so the cocktail features that uh, spirit along... So it's two ounces of the uh, Japanese whiskey. Uh, they say 12-year Japanese whiskey. I would never do that with this because you just you can't taste the whiskey in here at all. Uh, half ounce of fresh lemon, half ounce of honey syrup. Honey syrup is basically... Simple syrup, like we've talked about in the past, but you use honey instead of uh, instead of sugar. So it's a one to one comparison or one to one ratio. But with simple syrup, you bring it to a you bring it to a simmer on um, almost onto a boil, and then you turn it down and you let it kind of cool. With honey syrup, you don't have to do that. You just get warm water and you shake them together.
2: And but why might one choose to use honey syrup over a simple syrup?
1: Just, it's a different flavor. Honey is honey is a bit more earthy. I mean mm. it, you taste you taste a, a sugar cube and then you have a spoonful of honey it's a very different flavor. Um, you still get a sweetness from it um, but it's uh, it's just more on the earthy side which is exactly what this cocktail was missing was earthiness. Yep. <laughs> I, it's, it, it's, I'm-, I, I'm acting like I don't like it. I actually kind of the more I drink it the more I'm enjoying it. It's not the right time of year for a, a cocktail like this. this is much more of a summer afternoon uh, type beverage, but, um, it's, uh, still good nonetheless. Uh, so again, two ounces of Japanese whiskey, half ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of honey syrup, a quarter teaspoon of green tea, of matcha green tea powder. That's where this, uh, lovely hue, uh, which does actually match my hat almost perfectly, um, <clears throat> comes from, uh, you shake that up. You actually do a dry shake. It, it, it suggests a dry shake. A dry shake means you put everything into the shaker and you don't add ice so you would do that with uh sometimes you can do that with something if you have an egg white in there and you're trying to get uh, the body from the egg white the foam like if you're doing a, a, a whiskey sour or something that you want to have uh, that <clears throat> egg white uh, head on you would uh, dry shake it
2: nice.
1: um and then you pour it into ice filled glass four ounces of club soda i opted for the topo uh top it with topo Come on. and um <clears throat> Pour that uh, topo into the shaker, rinse it around to get any of that leftover matcha, because you got to get it all in there, and uh, and pour that into uh, into your glass. And you have to keep stirring it because I mean, you can see all that sediment that kind of collects at the bottom there, so you got to keep mixing it up. But uh, that's the cocktail. Uh, The cigar, Randy. If we want to jump in and talk about this a little bit. Wait, hold on. Can I just
0: ask you a quick question? Uh, What is what what makes a highball? What's what makes a cocktail a highball?
1: That's a good question. Um, uh, it's really more. I think a highball is, at least, this is the way that I understand it. A highball is more of the glass mm-hmm. that it's in. This is so a highball. I think is considered like a long drink. So this is it's you kind of fill this up pretty much all the way. This is a, this isn't a highball glass, but it, it's the other version of a glass would be a rocks glass like this size. Okay, which will shortly have some of this uh uh toki in it just to get a little side-by-side pairing but um so that's the way that i understand it i think and like some people just call a cocktail like back in the day like in the 40s and 50s just called a highball and you know, it's a highball is whatever you wanted it to be my when my aunt would ask for a highball so oh, i'm gonna have a highball she meant whiskey and ginger ale hmm. so it's like it's it's something different for some people but maybe there is a real true definition uh i've always thought of it as the glassware
2: yeah no that uh definitely uh, stands up against my google search uh, <laughs> and, uh and, and and yeah what, what i see for a highball is uh is, is something served in a highball glass a okay. cocktail of other and other mixed drinks and it yep. talks more specifically about the glass it's a little bit shorter and, and wider than a Collins glass. Um, it's just, it's,
0: it's kind of funny that it's, like, in the cocktail's name. Like, it's, yeah. like this glass that I'm using is sometimes called an old-fashioned glass. So, like, it'd be funny if they called an old-fashioned an old-fashioned old-fashioned
1: based on those same standards. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
1: maybe they call it an old-fashioned glass based on the cocktail because that cocktail's been around That's, long it's enough. It's what
0: so. you always pour it in. But yeah. by yeah. those standards, you'd call the, the cocktail an old-fashioned old-fashioned.
2: So, so okay. I, I I found I found another l- little tidbit here. One defining characteristic of a highball that again is kind of driven by the size of the glass is that there is a large portion of a non-alcoholic mixer, yep. <clears throat> primarily carbonated beverages. And so, a Seven and Seven, a Scotch and Soda, a Rum and Coke. Uh, any of those would would qualify as a uh, highball, as it's got that non-alcoholic mixer, which is actually, come to think of it, quite different than most of the cocktails that we uh, that we went for in season two, where virtually everything was either alcohol or just a, a, a concentrated flavor. Uh, uh, yeah, so, I, I, maybe
1: except for a mojito, you can call a mojito a highball.
2: Oh, that's right. No, that's yeah. a good call. That's, yeah. that's so it's, right. anything that,
1: that, that's that's that considered like like I said, it's considered like a long drink is what it's called.
0: Brian Schrader says uh, a punch in the groin makes a highball as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well stated, Brian. Well stated. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to the cigar, though, I did want to just touch real quick on what matcha tea is. Oh, uh, as,
1: yeah, it's as, expensive. As,
2: it's, it's first of all, it's quite expensive, is what it is. Uh, the, the The finest quality versions are Japanese grown. And it's actually uh, uh, just a variant of green tea. A uh, little, little uh, tip for everybody. All tea it is actually the same species of plant. Um, and so it, typically, like when you look at a green, a white, or a black tea, that's literally just the um, an aging process. That, like uh, tobacco. Just like tobacco. And, and as, as, uh, as you age it longer, uh, the antioxidants... Um, The antioxidants go down and the caffeine goes up. So black tea is uh, is lower in antioxidants, higher in in caffeine. White tea is the opposite, lower in caffeine, higher in antioxidants, and green tea is somewhere in the middle. Uh, Mm. Matcha tea, uh, the the belief is that there's so many uh, uh, studied uh, like uh, herbal, medical kind of benefits from tea. It's almost a waste. To just uh, infuse water with it. So all you're doing to make regular tea, as we know it, is you know you soak the leaves, you pull those leaves out, you throw those away, and you just drink the water that, that was left behind. What matcha is, is actually the tea leaves themselves ground into a dust, and so you're actually drinking the leaves themselves rather than just the the extract from the steeping process. And so uh, most of the most of the things that green tea is known for, matcha's Known for basically the same things, just at higher levels. That there are a lot of studies that they're trying to show, um, and they they believe that there are cancer-fighting effects uh, for the body. There's also uh, a whole list of it helps with heart disease, type two diabetes, weight loss. And uh, you know, as as with uh, it's it's a bit of a snake oil in that way. That uh, you know, there there's a lot of uh, studies that that believe that there's a lot of um, really positive qualities to uh, matcha, even uh, y- you know, um, improving brain function, memory, uh, energy levels, and so uh, so that's why matcha has kind of a, a a buzz behind it. You know, people in the uh, you know that are that are focused on a, on a better for you ty- type opportunity in their in their diet. It's well, a it's a it's a nice supplement.
0: Cigars have got to have the same kind of antioxidants going on, right?
2: You know, it's, it's I mean, by those I standards, like we got to be
0: pretty dang healthy.
2: <laughs> I, like it. I like, I like
1: it. feel great. Yeah. yeah I, I feel really good about it. Oh. Uh,
2: there, there's, a, there's a lot of old timers that smoke like 10 to 11 cigars a day that make it to 90 no problem. Oh, I mean,
0: that all, most of the, the master blender legends lived in their 80s and 90s. And that's all they, they smoke
2: way more than we oh. do. Right. Combined. So, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's 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 hard to ignore the, those those little uh, tidbits of of reality as you see you know all these old school master blunders like you say like yeah they all get in their eighties and nineties. All Churchill. right, Churchill
1: was in his nineties too, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, and he Bob know, Hope. He, uh, what's the other Mark uh, Twain?
1: I don't know how old he was. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: just well, saying well, names. Well, of guys then? that smoke cigars. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, he probably will be, um, right? Yeah, yeah, clearly. Uh, so uh, we are, as as Rob pointed out, smoking uh, fabulous Hoya de Nicaragua, Antonio Connecticut. Uh, did you want to talk a little bit about the cigar, Rob? Were you prepared to do that? let me say I'm a I'm prepared beer.
1: to do whatever it is that needs to get done.
2: If you want to talk about it, that's consummate fine. professional.
1: I'll Erica tell you, I, you know what I mean? Do you want to know that it's got an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper? Is that what, what? you want?
2: What? Do George Burns. Thank you, Errol Hicks. That's the name I was going. For. Oh, that's who, I, that's who I meant when I said Bob Hope. I meant George. That, <laughs> that's who I thought of when you said Bob Hope. I was like, yeah, oh. Yeah, I was it. wrong.
1: I don't know if I ever saw Bob Hope smoke a cigar, but George oh, Burns gosh. is who I meant.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Tell, tell us. So you can grow. Connecticut shade tobacco in Ecuador. Yeah, it's it's a big thing. You should totally look into it. What, is, what does all it mean it. to
1: be shade grown, Randy? What's what makes it shade grown in Ecuador? Why is, well, why well, is Ecuador well, such a big deal when it comes to well, it? Well,
2: well, you know, it's like you you've got your 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 you know the the kid that you want to introduce to the family, you know, and then there's the shade grown uh, sibling that you're just like, ah, you know, let's not, you know, roll him out. Is that, is that what we're talking about? No, no. Okay. No. <laughs> I really wasn't even
1: sure where you were going with that. Was like, Wait a second. You're starting to sound like me. What's happening here?
0: Tangents.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, this is, uh, the Hoya de Nicaragua, uh, Antonio, Connecticut. This was released two years ago. If memory serves. Yeah. Um, uh, it comes from uh, Hoya de Nicaragua, as I just said, Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, uh, Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan fillers, <clears throat> not very specific on uh, the, the uh, additional leaves used, but uh, the Antonio name has been around forever, and it was, uh, I say forever, not, not forever, but uh, it's always been known as one of their stronger blends, um, <clears throat> at least back in the day. And uh, this was the first time that they uh, threw a Connecticut Shade wrapper on it. And it's more of a medium-strength cigar. It's got a bit more punch, I think, than, uh, than a lot of Connecticut's do, although that's not even really a thing anymore. It's like, it's like saying that, oh, you're surprised that somebody comes out with a 60 ring gauge. It's not a fad. It's, it's, the, it, it's just changed. Things have just changed. The old Connecticut's, some people make them, and they're around, and people still enjoy those. But for the most part, it seems like <clears throat> at least more boutique style. Not that it would call called Hoya de Nicaragua Boutique, but um, Craft. Uh, more of the boutique style, uh, Connecticut's tend to be a bit amped up. So the amped up Connecticut is a bit of a cliche, but um, a very well-received cigar. Lots of uh, great reviews. I'm sure it's been on top 25 lists and things of that nature. I don't have that at my fingertips, Randy. Maybe you do. Uh, but like I said, this is the first time that I've smoked it. The, the Antonio's and then the uh, the Dark Corojo, uh, the Antonio Dark Corojo, I smoked those a you know, for forever back in the day. Uh, but this is the first time I smoked this one. And so far so good. I'm really enjoying the, the profile. It's not super earthy. Um, but, uh, it's got some nice, almost like honey kind of notes to it. And maybe that's a, a product of the, of the drink that we're having. Cause I do get a little bit of that honey sweetness that we're using there. Um, a nice white pepper spice on the retro not overpowering, but it goes really well with some of the flavors we're getting out of this cocktail. Um, a little bit of earthiness, maybe some peanuts in there, a little bit of like toasted bread, um, a lot of nice, nice flavor profile. I think some of it's getting, uh, run over or manipulated by the cigar or by the, uh, the beverage a little bit, but, uh, um, that's been my experience so far, Randy, what
2: do you have to say about it? Yeah, no, I think I'm, you're, uh, you and I are pretty aligned on on what you're getting from the cigar. I think you do get a little bit of, of a nice honey character. Um, definitely get some like, uh, some bread crust uh, kind of notes to it. Uh, I think you're right about. I like, I like you said white pepper, and you know sometimes I, I feel like, uh, like when we differentiate between white pepper, black pepper, red pepper flakes, that um, that doesn't always uh, note the intensity of it because I feel like this is white pepper where it's not like a sharp burn, but it's a fairly highly intense white pepper like i get a lot of it in the retro hail which which is really nice um and and i i agree i think a a lot of that that kind of spice character is um is interacting in an interesting way with the cocktail but uh let's get back to the pairing here in a minute you know this being our, our first episode back in season three i'd like to say the flavor odyssey is thrilled to begin season three with the support and partnership of our sponsors. Tonight's episode, just like every episode this year, will be brought to you by our good friends at Drew Estate. The 2020 Dojo brand of the year recipient has delivered on their promise to share an experience of excellence with each of the releases that they brought to cigar smokers in 2020. Everything from the BOTL Brown Leaf to the Undercrown Shady 20, the newest collaboration project with Cigar Dojo, the Undercrown Sun Grown Dogma, all the way to the number one limited edition cigar of the year, Liga Pravada, Year of the Rat. You know you will have a great experience and smoke something special when you pick up a cigar from Drew Estate. You can find Drew Estate cigars anywhere cigars are sold. Head to drewestate.com forward slash store locator to find the shop nearest you and experience the rebirth of cigars. One such Drew Estate retailer is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. The Smoke Inn don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or visit them online at SmokeIn.com. Check out their newest connoisseurs club and have a curated selection of cigars show up at your door or choose a pack of one of your favorite premium brands today at smokin.com
1: I love that that, a, that has become That was become, a good read. I mean I love it that the read has become like a highlight of the show. <laughs> and, and That's everybody's brand you're you're, you're you're like in the zone while you're reading <laughs> these things. And if if you've watched the movie Soul, I think of in the zone is totally different than I ever did before. If you haven't watched it, you got to check it out. It's very good. Um, <clears throat> Uh, very, uh, it's got a nice message to it. But uh, you get so focused on what you're doing, and Jordan is just throwing up all these comments about, you know, oh, it's read time, go Randy, and all this. I just, I think it's great that everybody gets so excited about you doing the commercials. <laughs> That's just fun. It's like, it's like Super Bowl, where everybody's watching the game, but they're also like waiting for the commercials. You know, <laughs> at, least, at least back in that the day one.
0: You're getting pretty good at it, and you know that one was like almost like so polished that I, I don't have much commentary about it it was just like a professional read
2: well thank you so much I've, as, as you guys know as the audience knows i've i've kind of taken it on uh taking the mantle to make it a, a thing i was actually i wrote this read before the show and and i told my wife she came to tell me something i said hold on i'm i'm, I'm writing the, the read she goes you have to write the commercials? <laughs> I said, well, well, if I want a new and fun, exciting one every single week, I sure as hell do. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that's,
1: a, that's a bit of a. The ding. people
2: don't tune in for nothing. Come on. That's right. Well, no, that's well, that's the thing. You only get a couple reads, uh, you know, a year as, as a brand is kind of changing their their campaigns and their and their focus. And so, you know, that's going to be something that I hope to bring to season three is, uh, you know, working with our sponsors a little bit closer to make sure that. Uh, I'm focused on on you know what's important for their business and what they'd like for our audience to hear about, uh, and yeah uh, you, you know it's 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 interesting too because uh, you know I try not to be you know I, I I went way over the top for for the cigar of the year award <laughs> show because it was an award show I thought like it was the right place to just like be you know Sunday Sunday Sunday. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but, but it, there's, there's never a right time for that. It's just, it's never,
1: it's never, I mean, monster trucks, maybe, but that's it.
2: Just oh, monster. but it's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Rob, I I, 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 apologize, but I, I think we just kind of wrapped up uh, talking about the individual uh, pairing components in the, in the matcha Highball and the uh, Connecticut from Hoya de Nicaragua. Uh, let's talk a little bit about how this pairing is going. You know, let's, uh, let's get into some of those earthy descriptors and and see if uh, if we're finding those in this pairing and in and, and how they're they're working together.
1: So let's before we get into the pairing, I want to talk. We talked a little bit about the cigar on its own. I want to talk about the, this drink on its own because this this drink is uh, exceptionally unique, um, at least for me. This is uh, <clears throat> um, way out of the comfort zone uh, for me, uh, but I. I I actually, excuse me, kind of enjoy it. It's, you know, it's got that uh, the centauri toki base, which is if you taste the whiskey on its own, is uh, it's got a bit of an earthiness to it to begin with, um, but it's also very approachable. It's not overpowering in its flavor. It's a little bit sweet. It's a little bit spicy. Uh, and There's a little bit of a, even a fruity character to it. Uh, very, <clears throat> very nice and enjoyable. Uh, you throw some uh, lemon in there. And that's going to, uh, the lemon really does, the, the acidity of the lemon cuts through the, uh, the earthiness. I, I, at first, I wasn't sure if I was going to like the lemon in there, but without the lemon, this would just be too much. Uh, it, would, it would just <laughs> right, taste like, it, it, yeah, it would, it would just be <gasps> too, too much. Um, and you thought the honey syrup in there is surprisingly present the flavor of that is, is surprisingly there. I mean, you can really, you just, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you can, you can really taste, or at least I, I can really <sighs> taste the, the honey and it's, it's an earthy sweetness, you know, just to pile on more earth and top earth, but the over, the overpowering flavor is the matcha tea. And to me, it just, it's, it's reminiscent of, um, of green tea ice cream, where mm. it almost has a bit of a, like you're, it's, you taste it, it's earthy, and you feel like it's about to trend and transition towards sweet, but it never quite makes it there. Hmm. Do you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you anticipate yeah. the sweetness there, but you never quite get it. Um, that's, that's really what I feel from this drink. And I think if it were, you know, 95 degrees outside, I'd be digging on this pretty hard. It's, I, I like my, my drinks to have a little bit of sweetness and a little, a little uh, acidity to them, but not overpowering in any, in any way or the other. Uh, I think this is uh, this is the kind of thing you could have five or six of them while you're uh, while you're barbecuing one day and you're toasted before you realize it, because I don't taste alcohol in this at all.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I noticed that as well. I was thinking uh, on my my next one, I might cut the um, the club soda edition in half. Uh, now i'm not much of a lemon guy so I went with lime so it, it does get that that even sharper acidity and it's definitely a major contrasting character that makes the the heavy kind of chlorophyll um, soil like yeah. earthiness from 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 the matcha um, much more tolerable It doesn't totally overwhelm the drink. I think without that, yeah, this would be a um, a little bit funky. Uh, Yeah, but but you're totally right. I think that's Centauri. I think it's just a a, a much lighter uh, whiskey than, you know, (sighs) we we, we often drink all these bourbons that have this like heavy, heavy oak and vanilla, uh, uh, you know, barrel character that the Centauri, and you can even tell from the color of it, it's, it's probably, you know, slightly less aged or more neutral barrels. It's not, it's not nearly as dark sure. as a lot, a lot of the bourbons that we, uh, that we flock to so frequently. Um, and so it, it is interesting. I, and it's funny, I've never had the matcha tea, but you definitely get that, that earthy quality. And, and again, uh, you know, different than grass. I, I feel like grass has um, uh, a, a a brighter, Kind of mustier, um, bright and musty are almost uh, different from each other, opposite of each other. <laughs> I, I, though, I know what say? you're yeah. trying to yeah, say. Yeah, 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 grassy. Yeah, we all know grassy, yeah. right? It but, doesn't taste grassy to me at no, all. No, it, it
1: it doesn't even really taste very vegetal. Right. You you'd think that given the 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 hyper greenness. I mean, it's almost gone here, but uh, the hyper greenness that you would have uh, that kind of. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, if it tastes like anything, maybe kale. Because kale doesn't really have a flavor other than kind of earthy, huh. to me. So maybe that's a, a good comparison, but um, it's yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a that's a good pull on your part. Well done. It's it's not. Uh, I mean, it I, we'll we'll make fun of it because it's green and it's different, and that's what <laughs> you do. But um, to me, it's it's quite enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I like the, the earthy side of it and it's mm-hmm. not, uh, it's just, it's just different. It's not what you, it's not like if uh, on a hot day, I want to drink a Tom Collins or something, which is just all it's, it's lemon, it's sugar and it's gin. So I know exactly what I'm getting. This is just a little bit uh, of a tweak. And you actually brought up a pretty good point. The recipe calls for uh, a 12 year, um, <clears throat> whiskey, Japanese whiskey. And I wonder if the additional complexity from that whiskey would add, uh, another level to this cocktail. So yeah, maybe that's... there's something that we're missing by using... Um, I uh, am a, doing a
0: the Hibiki. I don't know if that's how you oh, really? it. Oh,
1: really? I don't know if it's 12-year or not. Uh, it's it Harmony, probably. Which one we got? They don't really make 12-year anymore, Har- Yeah, we got
0: Harmony, um, which was given to us by the How About That Cigar folks. So I said, what the heck? Um,
1: that's a nice bottle. It's good stuff.
0: This is a super good drink. Like... It's yeah, good, right? I don't know I'm not a green tea guy or a matcha guy or so I don't even I didn't know what to exp- I I expected something much crazier than what this is. Like mm-hmm. I've had uh, the only thing I've ever had this matcha was my wife had like a matcha latte once and it was like the worst thing I've ever had. So I was like prepared to just like <laughs> pff, you know but <laughs> this is like super good. Like th- I mean it's pretty much like like Robbie said, like a like a Tom Collinsy. It's a very summery type of drink. I don't think there's really an. I don't get an earthy component almost at all. It's almost exclusively citrus. Um, mm. The only the thing that's different, maybe this is the 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 matcha that I am. I don't quite know where to put it. Is just uh, an
1: unexpected creaminess to the drink. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> Yours is probably shaken better than mine was. Yeah, because I, I think I think I don't think I shook it long enough uh because it's i mean you're not i mean i have a do you have a a bunch of uh residual at the bottom of your glass mine
0: no like mine's been like very consistent start to finish
1: yeah i i I don't think i shook mine long enough with the dry shake it just it felt kind of strange because i I usually don't dry shake things Uh, i don't make those types of cocktails i don't put egg in them and that kind of stuff randy it looks like yours has a bunch at the bottom based on what i just saw so i think uh maybe we didn't like i almost wonder i wouldn't you wouldn't want to blend it because then you'd 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 get uh, you, you'd aerate it, yeah. You, yeah. You'd aerate it, and then you get a, a real creaminess to it. Um, but it's definitely interesting. I'm, I'm. It is curious that you don't really get much of a um, much of an earthy component. You're more citrus. I just. I wonder if you use different proportions than we did.
2: Yeah, possibly. We use really high end matcha. I'll say that. I, I use the same
0: matcha that you are using. I did you? Yeah, just whatever well, link you sent. Yeah, it's That's like what ten just...
2: bucks an ounce. Oh. Yeah, it was um, well. Well, you know, it, it, it is interesting. I, I look forward to trying this one again, um, because to your point, I, I would like to try some different um, whiskeys with it. Uh, the Suntory is a very very light. I mean, for as far as whiskeys go, it is mild. Yeah, it is very mild in the like the whiskey, like standard you know, you know flavor. It's uh, it's
1: like, like a it's like a, a Glenmore G twelve or like a Glenlivet. 12 it's very um very approachable Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not it's not smoky it's not overly anything it's um it's very well balanced uh but it's also it's just it's it's very approachable so if you're used to drinking barrel proof stuff uh or um you know uh, high abv uh then this is going to taste almost like water to you which is kind of scary because it's you know it's 43 percent alcohol so nice. Nice. (laughs) Um, which is, yeah, with most of the Japanese whiskeys, and even Scotch, really, if you're getting just kind of standard stuff, you're going to end up in that 42%, 43% range. Um, a lot of that has to do with export rules. But um, it's, it's very tasty, and I've actually cheated a little bit, and I've been drinking uh, just a little bit of the, the whiskey on its own, and I'll, I'll uh, divulge how I feel about that pairing. But uh, oh, Kev, Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff gives it a, a thumbs up.
0: Yeah. I would say yeah. uh, from the comments, it started out uh, probably eighty percent guys hating it, but now it's kind of balanced out. It's so maybe a little more guys hating it, but it's close.
1: See, that's that's the the, the whole idea, guys. Try new stuff. Yeah, exactly. Even exact, if it looks weird. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think we all we all went in with some preconceived expectations of of how we would feel about it because it it is so um, visually. Uh, different than than what, than what we're doing. Randy's we like clearly to...
0: not liking it. His glasses is
1: completely full. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's because I talk so much.
2: Let's
1: talk a little... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, so let's get into the pairing. Yeah, so we're yeah, we're right see. on the same page there. Let's go flavor hook, intensity. Uh, yeah.
1: For me, the, the flavor hook that... The, the main thing that stands out to me, oddly enough, is that little kind of honeyed sweetness that we were talking about. I feel like you get that from the cigar... And I think it's amplified, and maybe that's why I can taste it so much in the drink. I'm getting it from both sides. So it's the one thing to me that is, uh, that is really kind of elevated here. Uh, beyond that, I mean, there's kind of that – I always want to say loamy, but that's not the right word. You've explained to me that I use that word wrong. But it's kind of like that fresh dirt uh, mm-hmm. walking in the, the forest right after a rain kind of smell. I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, That's, it's it's geosmin uh, is the compound, yeah, but yeah, That's, yeah, that but
1: kind of, I get that vibe from it. I don't really taste that, but it, as more as you kind of, I get maybe smell it a little bit more than anything else. But it's maybe it's just on the aroma of the cigar and the flavor of the beverage. So it's, there's a tie in there too. Uh, the the tie ins aren't super strong, but the the honey for me, I definitely get it on both sides.
2: Well, to that point about the the uh, how strong the the tie ins are, I I would say that um, the intensity is right on, on par with, with these, with this pairing. Uh, they're both, uh, medium to medium, uh, light in, in, uh, overall intensity. It's a very, very good complex flavor coming from the cigar. I think there's a lot going on. I'm a big fan of this cigar. I didn't realize you had never smoked it. Um, uh, I, I like this one a lot. It's one of those, uh, Connecticut's that, uh, sometimes I'll light one up in the evening and, be pleasantly surprised that it's not too light for the setting you know it's 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 got plenty going on but is fairly low intensity the only thing that that comes off as even moderately high intense in in the beverage is the acidity uh it it has that kind of nice the the earthiness well it's very much there from from the matcha it's um it's not an intense earthiness it's not like licking you know the so- soil off the bottom of your uh, of your boot um, there's,
1: there's an image
2: yeah yeah and there's and, and honestly i expected uh, a little bit more of a like kind of mushroom mustiness um mm. that's uh that might be there a little bit like if you just retro if you take a swig of the beverage and then just retrohale that and just kind of uh focus on on what's left in your on, in, in, on your palate but um but yeah, so intensity-wise, I, I think they're right on par. I think the the little bit of, of tea, like uh, er, herbal notes that um, I'm getting from the beverage, actually go really nicely again with that white pepper character of of the cigar. I think that really kind of plays and and seems like an extension that's going back and forth. I also agree with the the honey notes. Mm-hmm. You know, I use a I use a, a local raw honey. Uh, That is, 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 yeah, it's it's a it's a darker honey. It's um, it's very very rich in flavor. Adds a lot of complexity more than like your standard honey bear clover honey, um, and so so I'm 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 definitely getting the tie-in from from the honey and from from that spicy herbal kind of uh, uh combination, and then the the citrus. You know, brightens it all up, really gives you a, a clean palate when you go back in for the next draw from the cigar that I like a lot. I feel like I'm getting a, every time I smoke this cigar after uh, taking a, a sip, feels like it's the first draw uh, of the cigar. My there's no like muddled, uh, lingering flavor on, on the palate that's, uh, you, know, you know, acting in a way to mask any flavors of, of the cigar. Um, so for me. I, this is this is absolutely a thumbs up. Uh, this, is, this is a good pairing.
1: <laughs> well, uh, right off the bat, we're we're gonna to disagree. I'm going thumbs down. Uh, for me, it is it's an enjoyable pairing um, for all the reasons that uh, maybe not for all the reasons that you said. There's some things that, that you're getting that I don't think that I'm getting, and, and maybe the the, the uh, use of a different honey does have have a. a Thank you, Jordan. Uh, the system <laughs> is a little slow tonight. I guess. <laughs> uh, Jordan just left the thumbs down on my face. It was uh, a, a little bit distracting. Um, it's it's pleasant, I, and it's not like I would never do this again. I would actually like to try this with maybe a more bold cigar. Um, mm. I don't know if I would go you know, full-blown Maduro, uh, but maybe uh, just like a... <clears throat> A natural, uh, a natural wrapper with something that's got maybe just a little more to it. Um, I would maybe almost want something that's got a little bit kind of a, of a cinnamon type of note. I think would would bring mm. out a nice flavor and and kind of uh, pull things together. It's it's a it's a, a really good cocktail. I'm surprised how much I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, Randy, like you said, you'd cut the the uh, club soda in half. I could not do that. It would be too thick. And I expected it to be kind of powdery, and gritty, it's, but it's not um <clears throat> I might cut the the lemon a little bit uh, mm-hmm. or maybe try it with a lime. That's another thing you did that was different uh, but it's it's a very good cocktail. it's a very good cigar the experience was pleasant but I don't feel like anything is 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 elevated and that's I'm, I'm gonna be a bit more um, uh, I think I'm gonna be a bit tougher on the pairings in season three Ooh, okay well I think I think I, I've just are you saying no it, thumbs medium? Thumb sideways? (laughs) No no more. I mean, this would have been a perfect, a perfect time to do that, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. Oh, oh, oh. uh,
0: look out, guys!
1: I will try to, I'll try to stick with that. But I just think that, I mean, if we're talking about pairings and something that you would want to have someone else experience and say, "Hey, this was a great experience. You should try it." I don't think I could do that with this. Uh, Mm. I could say this was pretty good and you won't hate it, but uh, I don't feel like either is, is elevated. Uh, Randy, do me a favor in the last few minutes of the show. Do you have your whiskey with you?
2: Um, it's behind um, me.
1: If you have a chance, pour a little bit of that whiskey, maybe in one of those uh, four dojo rocks glasses that you got. And, um, <laughs> and never going I, up for sale. I'm, yes. I'm such a jerk. Randy brings this box of stuff to uh, to the brewery oh for me today. First of all, I'm not there, and he drops it off, and I I look through. I'm like, where are the rocks glasses? And there's all of this stuff in there. Randy went above and beyond to, to have all these things. And hopefully uh, you'll see the fruits of some of that next week's show. And I look, and I'm, I'm such a jerk. I'm like, what, these rocks glasses aren't even in there. What, what? I don't know why that's the one thing that I noticed. Why am I, I, get, I, such, a, why am I such a jerk, Randy? Geez, you, know,
2: you know, I see the glass half full. You see it half empty. <laughs> and, and, and no, you I know, see the glass made the a good show of it. I don't, I don't even have the glass <laughs> to know if it's half full or not. But uh, I can't I, believe I forgot your wrong sauce. I apologize, pal. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. You have nothing <laughs> to apologize for.
1: But yeah, grab one of those and, and and just do me a quick favor and sample the whiskey by itself with the uh, with the cigar in the last few minutes of the show. Um, Jordan, we didn't get your kind of recommendation. You, mm. I know you liked the cocktail. Uh,
2: what, what did you think? Well, Jordan, maybe you can put the two of you on, on screen. Give me a second to grab that.
1: No, no, no. good. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's it's not the first time. Oh, there it is. There, there the we go. I
0: can I know. What I'm doing. Uh I I I the drink is so incredibly surprising to me. I was expecting to hate it. Um I don't think it's the best representation of earthy. I don't really get almost any earthy at all the, as far it's really
1: as weird. Someone else commented that too in the from the chat that they didn't they yeah, got more. Yeah. There was a couple guys saying that
0: um I I'd say m- like when Randy said musty, that's about as far in the earthy realm as i can go i i wouldn't consider now I'm getting like floral stuff from the honey um for me i don't i wouldn't consider that earthy um, the the drink brings that creaminess that the cigar has, so the drink has the uh, the drink has the honey and the cream and the cigar has the honey and the cream, so those kind of go together, and then the cigar is bringing a ton of white pepper that's mostly what you get from the cigar in my opinion. Uh, and the drink is adding in that citrus element, and those two go nicely from side to side. That the, the white pepper complements the drink, and the citrus complements citrus complements Connecticut's pretty well, in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to go thumbs up. Um, they nice. work well together. Oh, uh, and also what you were saying earlier about this being. Uh, not your father's Connecticut, but all all connecticuts are basically this style. I still think this one stands out amongst the not your father's connecticuts as being Why? as being a full bodied Connecticut. Like mm. every Connecticut these days is full bodied, right? But this one is full bodied even in that realm.
1: It yeah, I think be. you're you're, you're to something. It's it's uh, reminiscent to me of the uh, the Rose of Sharon, kind of on that level of of uh, of, of body to it and maybe strength I guess is probably similar to and that's I mean that's high praise. I, I'm not saying that this is not a good cigar. No it's yeah. just it's I, I feel like the the more the, more of the concept of you know calling it not your father's Connecticut. it's like okay, we' of we've course yeah of gotten, <laughs> we've gotten past that exactly uh, it's, it's now it's it's more surprising to get a Connecticut that's like, oh, this is old school, right you know? Than, than it is to get more of a new school style. And, but you, I mean, you're right. This is a very good representation of, if we wanted to call it that, uh, that new school Connecticut. This, it really does have the black pepper, the white pepper, sorry, for me is, uh, it's showing up on the palate now too. And at the <laughs> beginning of the cigar, it was really just on the, the retro hill, but now I'm kind of getting that spice uh, all the way through. Um, and and it's, it's resting on the palate. Um, and yeah. I think part part of the reason that I gave it a thumbs down is because I started tasting just the whiskey and pairing it with the cigar and realized how freaking good that is.
2: And here, here comes well, where he changes his vote.
1: No, I'm not changing anything. <laughs> this is a thumbs up pairing. This well, is a pairing that I will tell people to try because or any I would even say go with a with a, a more mild whiskey, a, a Glenmorangie, Glenlivet, um, uh, something along those lines. The, there, there's a little bit of sweetness in the whiskey. There's a little bit of spice in the whiskey. It's a very, very sexy glass. I wish I had one of those. Um, but as you can see from uh, Randy showing you there, it's, the color on this is very clear. It's very light. So it's, it's not overly oaked. It's not, uh, you know, aged and uh, it's moved into different barrels or anything like that. It's a very clean color. It's a very clean flavor. There's, there's some honey notes in there that are going to go well with the cigar. There's a little bit of uh, white pepper in there that goes really well with the cigar. There's a little bit of, of bright fruitiness in there that goes well with the cigar, too. It is And there's even a creamy texture to this particular uh, whiskey that this pairing right here is out of this world for me but yeah. with the cocktail was fine but this is this is a pairing because every because I've had this whiskey and I've smoked enough of this cigar to get an idea of what I should expect and I'm everything's elevated now that I'm pairing these two mm-hmm. this is a
2: great pairing so and that's you. why
1: I that's probably what really pulled me around to the to go thumbs down with my, with this one
2: well I, I I couldn't agree with you more this is really interesting I've never had this whiskey before I've actually never drank a Japanese whiskey ever in my life uh, until this moment Every step into a larger world, my friend. Yeah, well the um the the interesting thing is as you were describing this and, and I like that you, you mentioned fruity, this actually has a, a certain uh white wine uh kind of character to it, it does, that yeah. that I would I've never tasted a whiskey and had it you know kind of remind me of a Viognier. or or uh, you know so bougie. <laughs> But, but, it's, but it's a totally, Viognier, you know. It, it does have a Viognier characteristic. <laughs> I, I harvested Viognier uh, <laughs> grapes uh, for a few seasons, you know, back in my my wine-making days. But um, but no, that it's it's a very unique and different uh, whiskey. If you, if you haven't ha- had a chance uh, to try the um, the Centauri. Stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a very different experience if, if nothing else, if if you enjoy spirits and whiskey specifically, this is something, you know, I think most people, because you guys make so much fun of me about it, uh, know that I, I typically drink my, my whiskey on the rocks. Um, this is a very easy drinking, uh, you know, sippable, you you know, it's, it's not too hot where, where, where I feel like it's making it harder to perceive some of those, uh, uh, characteristics and, and more nuanced flavors. And you're right, it does go really well with the cigar. I, I, I can't blame you for that. Um, unfortunately, the show is about matcha highball and, and Connecticut, so I, I, I it's think also, it's also inappropriate pairing, to compare right? it to something that's not on the agenda. But, you know, you know, you're the host. You do what you want.
1: I'm not comparing the two. <laughs> I, I felt like I did a pretty good job explaining the difference between the two pairings. It's this pairing. It's, it, and this was just a good reminder to me that this is what a really good pairing is tastes like this is what happens for me in a really good pairing um the with the cocktail it was fine but this is this is next level and just so we're clear centauri whiskey centauri is the distillery toki is the specific uh the specific whiskey that we're drinking
2: so, uh, so centauri has a whole line of different whiskeys and correct you know, just they
1: about, are yep. uh, think of centauri as you would think of uh i don't know uh What's Field no, it's uh, it, Jordan. Give me a give me a, a distillery that makes a bunch of different bourbons. Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so so th- but those aren't all under the name Buffalo Trace. The that's, Old Forest should would probably be a better that's, analogy that's, for what you're. That's looking true. About. Old <laughs> Forest, not, not Buffalo
1: Trace. The best analogy would be uh, a Scotch, but you don't really drink Scotch. Like to say that Glenlivet would be Centauri, and well, this is the different version of that that we're drinking. The theme. So if, if you go to – Suntory makes Hibiki. Hibiki, uh, which uh, Jordan is drinking, comes from the same distillery.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was like the other big Japanese brand.
1: No, there are other big Japanese brands. We, we can get into that maybe on a later show, mm-hmm. uh, but we won't uh, necessarily get into that now. Um, but if you're looking for um, just products from Suntory, uh, from uh, Yamazaki is a, uh, is a big brand. Hibiki okay. is a brand – uh is also a very big brand Hakushu is really good i've only had one but it had this nice kind of green apple-y kind of flavor to it. it is very good and uh and toki uh centauri toki is uh, is those are their their big four uh so to speak
2: i, I have a quick question for jordan uh, jordan you know we've talked to uh you know your dad's brought up and i've i've witnessed it myself you're a bit of an old soul for young young cat you know uh I don't know how... Yeah, notwithstanding. Yeah, yes. any, any Gene's notwithstanding. Uh, those of you that don't know Jordan well, he's got this wealth of knowledge that doesn't make sense for his age. You know, he's, he's aware of these movies and these music genres that ceased to exist before he was conceived, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, but That's very <laughs> possible in the, the internet era. Come on. That's true. That's true. But that being said, knowing that you're a young guy with an old soul, is it just... Just me, but when he says Glenn Glenlivet, I just feel like is Rob a lot older than the rest of us? It just sounds like a grandpa beverage to drink. Is that, <laughs> is that just me, or is that like is that relevant? Give me, a, give me a Glenn, Livet, Glenn Fittich, any Glen.
1: Yeah, I I, yeah, I,
2: feel, I feel like my grandpa would have said that. I
1: feel like I
0: want to agree with you, but I just it just sounds like a word.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Do you, do you drink Glenlivet? or glenn they don't finish. drink scotch of course not drink of bourbon because right. yeah, we're not 70 years old is what, is what i what i propose <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean if
1: you if, if randy if you want to live your life that way and judge everything like that that's fine with me <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're leaving some cards on the table there buddy if that's if that's what you're going with all right, all
2: but right. I,
1: I could take it though i mean i i tend to drink my glenn livet in the evenings, while I'm watching the birds at my bird feeders, so maybe I am 70.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> your birds at the bird feeder. You are 70. It's a Dude, fact. It's, it's, it's very relaxing, until
1: the squirrels show up and try to eat all the bird seed. Then I get upset.
2: Um, of course you do. Then you yell at them, probably, and then the neighbors. Shoot, shoot it. i sure.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> just just with
1: a pellet gun, just to, with rubber pellets. I don't want to kill them. I hate squirrels. I've always had squirrels in my yards.
2: Oh, we used to feed the squirrels little yeah, peatons of walnuts. You
1: don't realize that they're just rats in a cuter outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. They're rats uh, with I, this
0: fancy tail that make that, I, I, they I think they can just fly, fly a, through
1: the air. My, my wife says that I believe it's from Sex in the City, but it is it is the same. Uh, I, I I wholly uh, stand behind the sentiment of uh, they are rats in a Which cuter is outfit.
0: why I think you should you. I'm totally cool with killing a squirrel.
1: See ya. I mean, there's no shortage of them. I kill
0: a rat. I'll kill rats any day. Mm, mm-hmm.
2: I kill rats for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to. I'm about to take Morpheus to a, a full small rat for feeding. That's my, uh, that's my ball I'm python.
1: Sure. What's happening right now?
2: Yeah, yeah Mor- Morpheus, my ball python. Oh, well, right. She, she eats rats, but he right now he's still on rat fuzzies. So they still just look like little itty-bitties without a lot of hair. They're mostly pink still. But uh, in in about two weeks, we're going to graduate to full-size or full baby rats. (laughs) Unleashed (laughs) a (laughs) fury. Excellent. Cool. Excellent. Okay.
1: Um, And before Randy starts talking about more mouse guts, we are going to uh, move on. I think we'll just go ahead and wrap things up here. Uh, But that was fun. I think this is – I'm excited about season three. It's a bit of a different take, Randy. Do you have um, uh, uh, handy the the pairing for next
2: week? I do indeed, Robin. Maybe you could talk a little bit about it because yeah. you're you're the one that chose the um, the uh, what's it called the um, the cocktail for yeah. next week. Um, so so, so, so let me tell you, we will be smoking. This year's Cigar Dojo, Cigar of the Year, number six, none other than the Fertello Cigars Arlequin.
1: Very Uh, excited
2: about this one. Yeah, no, no, super pumped about this cigar. It's kind of dope, actually. The Jungle
0: in a Blender. I dig that. That's what that cigar is.
2: Yeah, no, I'm super excited to, to talk about this, and we will be smoking this. Uh, which uh, I believe this is the earthy component is coming from this cigar. And the beverage we will be drinking will be the Boulevardier.
1: Uh, Boulevardier is uh, also got an earthy component. This is the, oh! I think this is the one where yes. we're going. Yeah. Yeah. I knew Jordan would be excited about this. This is the one where we're kind of going earthy on top of earthy. Mm. Now um, let me, I want to pull up an, a Boulevardier just so I, I make sure I get the, um, uh, the components correct is yes. Okay. So it's a rye whiskey base. So it's rye whiskey. What's that? I like it already. Right. Exactly. Rye whiskey, Campari and sweet uh, red vermouth. That's, uh, that's kind of what you're going with here. It's a one and a half parts uh, rye whiskey, uh, one ounce of sweet red vermouth. So sweet red vermouth we've uh, experienced before Randy, when we had uh, Manhattan Right. So this is, this is almost...
2: What's that? Keep it in the refrigerator.
1: Correct. You're supposed to keep, uh, uh, well, red and, and white vermouth, um, a sweet and uh, dry vermouth in your refrigerator. No one does, um, and we can't really taste the difference anyway. But the interesting component here is Campari, and we'll talk about Campari a bit more next week. I don't want to spill the beans. It is a bright red um, spirit, and it uh, is very, very earthy. It's exceptionally earthy. This is a fantastic, fantastic cocktail. Uh, and I know Jordan's a big fan. I'm looking forward to next week uh, for for this particular pairing. That's that's going to be a lot of fun.
2: Fantastic. So, uh,
1: yeah, awesome. Thank you. I'm looking forward to that cigar too. We're and let uh, I, I think we've smoked a Hoya on this show, but we haven't smoked Fratello on this show.
2: Before. No, we haven't. That's, that's so true. So we're This'll we're time.
1: Yeah, and that's another thing we want to do this this season to kind of open up the the the, the coffers a little bit and and go with some different brands. I know we're uh, we're smoking. Um, oh, there's another. What's the other brand that we're smoking
2: uh, this this first? Uh, another one. I don't believe we've smoked the HVC, HVC uh, cigars. Um, yeah. So so the week after next will be the HVC San Isidro with a Zinfandel. And then we'll yeah we'll finish up the earthy segment of uh, of season three with the Placencia Alma del Fuego with straight rum and when I say straight rum I really mean rum on the rocks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, so do I. I, I. Yeah, I know M- Miguel. M- Miguel yeah. likes this with he's like. I'll take rum, whatever. But uh, Miguel is so fun. If you guys didn't watch uh, the the great. episode of Smoke Night Live that Randy and I hosted, shame on you. Um, but uh, go back and watch it. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Miguel's a really good dude uh, with the uh, crowned heads uh, anyway I, I, all my rum is going to be on the rocks as well and I hope that you uh, Randy open up that rum that uh, that I gifted you because that will be uh, a very very fine pairing I think um, anyway so that's next Next week is what's the name of the cigar again? The Arlequin? Arlequin that's Arlequin right. from Fatello and Boulevardier that's going to be a lot of fun really looking forward to that one uh, thanks everybody for tuning in to the Season debut? Did you call it a season debut? Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. Man, what the hell? Uh, were Fr- you gonna say premiere? Premier. Well, I, well, I was, I was gonna say, I, I, don't know if he's actually ready for it, but w- would you like to ask Jordan if he knows what's coming up on uh, this week's Smoke yeah. Night Live?
1: Yeah, I forgot with with Master Sensei not here. I, I didn't really throw that out there. Michael yeah, Herklotz, boys. Oh, Woo! Michael Herklotz. Michael oh, that's right. Got a... What's the name of the new brand that that he started?
0: Uh, Ferio. Was... From something. We'll find out um, on the show. Uh, but you know, Michael Herklotz has taken in, he has acquired all of his brands that he built with Nat Sherman. Um, and he's bringing those into uh, his new company, uh, along with some new stuff as well.
1: Well, he's a good dude. He's a good interview. That should be a good show.
2: Yeah. It's, I think it's super interesting. I, I look forward to that show. You know, a lot of time when you see an acquisition, uh, by, you know, a large multinational company, uh, and they close off one of the lines, uh, a lot of times they choose not to sell them off and, and allow the, the offshoot to, to come out. So I think that's pretty cool. Obviously, he built a good relationship uh, through the years w- with those guys that he's able to take that and, and start his own thing. And it'll be an interesting one. I'll definitely be tuned in.
1: Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, cool. Thanks everybody who tuned in for the premiere. Thank you, Randy, of Season 3. We'll be back next week. Uh, with the pairing that we just said and I already forgot because we are wrapping up the show Randy and this is always the hardest part for me for some reason I I just can't seem to it's like I love this show so much I don't want it to end even though I know that dinner is inside and I'm I'm ready to go eat but uh, anyway thanks everybody for tuning in had a great time everybody have a great week stay safe stay healthy be kind to each other it doesn't cost you anything we'll see you next week as the Odyssey continues Probably, not to be taken, 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 not to be taken.